Cusco, I can tell it's been a while since you played, man. Oh, let me tell you. I, we'll talk about this in the show. Yeah, I had like, a funeral today. It's been a while. <laughs> your, uh, your lips are looser than a 90-year-old woman's vagina. I can, <laughs> I, all I could hear in my, my monitor was <laughs> the air escaping around your wizard sleeve of a mouth. That was me trying to circular breathe. Oh, was it really? No, no you're not. No, no, no. Okay, you're trying to <laughs> you're trying to breathe through your ears. Trying to breathe in general. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Chanterant Podcast. My name is Josh, and uh, with me, as always, is my bearded co-host, Mr. Andy Foucault. That's me. I just want to let you guys know this is going to be an explicit show. Um, I believe I set the audience at 18 plus on Facebook, but uh, you never know when these things get out. Is that so. is that a thing? Yeah, you can oh. set you can set the you can set it, but who knows? Who knows if anybody nowadays, out there you know? in the live stream is under 18, please let us know. Yeah, please let us know. Um, and log off because you're about to hear bad language in five, four, three, two, one. Fuck. Listeners can review the show on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play, etc. You can send us emails and voicemails to be played on air. We haven't had any voicemails in a while. I don't want to wrap it up too much and bitch about people not sending me voicemails. Yeah, because that's what that's Rabstick. But uh, you know, guys, it's not steal everything he does. Yeah, and I mean, the thing for me is like, you know, all of our fans are fairly illiterate, aside from Ozzy. <laughs> so true. So if they would send us a voicemail, <laughs> it'd make it so much easier for me because I wouldn't have to like interpret their uh, shit-faced ramblings at 3 a.m. or whenever they decide <laughs> they actually want to message us. It's fun trying to read their emails with zero punctuation so you yeah, don't you're know like, where you're it's like, going. Well, what, was, what is the cadence of this story? <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or if you're Australian Snapchat, if you're one of the people uh, watching right now on Facebook, uh, invite some friends. Tag some folks. Hit it in. Uh, spam them comments, man. Get I some say, thumbs ups going in there. Say hi to Ozzy. I saw her in there earlier. I say we do the same challenge we did last week, which failed miserably. Which was get 40 and you'll... Mm, I believe it was 50. And you'll smash your penis in your laptop or something? No, I'll, I'll do some of that... Uh, oh, you'll do the Vegemite? The Vegemite. Yeah, thing. we could do that. So yeah, share get, it right now. Get, get to people in here. If we, we get, get to 50, 50, Fusco will do Vegemite live on air. At any one moment, 50. Uh, you can support the show, actually, by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash channerant for $5 a month. You get access to all of these live streams. So everything you see here of a Fusco bitch slapping the mic off the table first thing in the show... <laughs> Um, us just generally not knowing what the hell we're doing. You can enjoy that every week uh, for five dollars a month, and it's good. It's good banter, and we usually hang out after uh, the show um, for the Patreon subscribers and and chat for a bit, and just you know, just shoot the shit. Mostly, it's us really hammered by that point. Just, yeah, it's Josh just trying to get us desperately to hang up. Desperately trying to get you to hang <laughs> up and stop calling people randomly, and you know, try to work everything. And last but not least, please invite and share with your friends, Mister Fuko. Yes, Josh. You know what really uh, taps my dirty keg? What's that, Josh? Um, I feel like everyone and their freaking mom is trying to do contests or postponing or planning things. It's becoming a very crowded fall. You think so? I'm concerned about this. I'm yeah. concerned about uh, people overloading fall because they think that uh, we won't be in quarantine until 2050. Um, but there is a shining ray of hope in the distance, um, something that I'm quite excited about. And when we bring on our uh, very special guest here in just a second, something he'll be able to talk about. Our very special guest today is, ooh, before we do that, by the way, social links. Boom, boom. Oh, shit. If you want to tweet or Instagram us, that's where you go. I know I made it really quick, so they have to freeze frame. <laughs> um, but yes, our special guest for today is none other than the legendary beer boy, Brad, from Rough Tail Brewing. Hello, beer boy. How's it going, guys? It's going good, my dude. How are you? fantastic man 
So we're going to get through some news and updates, and then Beer Boy came on today to uh, not only dish on all the random shit we're about to talk about, but also to uh, plug his own shit. <laughs> Beer Boy loves the dish. I do. I'm I not, do. I'm trying when not Beer to, Boy, I don't want to be stereotypical, but there's something about, some reason he's into this. When Beer Boy, uh, <laughs> when Beer Boy comes on to do a plug, does that technically count as a butt plug? <laughs> Uh, oh man, you almost made me spit, and I don't do that very often. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, I know that personally. I don't remember it, but that's what I've been told. That's what you've been told. <laughs> All right, so first things first, we got an email from Luke. Luke says, Oh my fucking God, you beautiful bastards. I'm the pipe major of a grade five, parentheses, basically service band. Josh, Andy, you've literally changed my view on my band and pipe bands in general. I absolutely love hearing the struggles of other pipe bands. It's comfortable knowing that we all struggle with these issues. Just became a patron, posing as one of the six. When I get to Vegas, first round is on me. Bring back the dominatrix. We all hate ourselves or we wouldn't play pipes. Now let's have her tell us what we know. That's from Luke, pipe major of my band that shall not be named and won't fucking practice. (laughs) That is brilliant. Um, You know what's funny, though, is... uh, Luke also sent me a message privately, and I and I was so confused by this because I'm like, why does anybody send me? You, a saw, me- you saw how the did notes. he get my email first of all? And then when I saw your notes, I'm like, wait a minute, that's not the same email. And I didn't even realize it was the same guy. I didn't even look twice at it. Yeah. But, um, but uh, one, there's a lot of. Remember two weeks ago now, we've said this two weeks now. We thought we were the outlier, but we are definitely not. Like we're definitely people not. are definitely trying to. We've come full circle back to. They're letting us know we don't that think, we don't think we're the outlier anymore. <laughs> I looked up his band and. Oh my god! If I showed you their website, you would your head would explode. Should I should I look it up now? You, sh- you should. Do you, do you have the name of the band? I don't want to say it. Um, I don't believe I do. Just type it in the notes. Type in the show. I, I, I will. Can, I can take yeah. it. Out. But yeah. So um, so that's one. <laughs> that might be the fail of the week. <laughs> it could, very well, could dude. Be. If we start including band websites on fail of the week, there's nowhere to stop. Oh my god, they're they're absolutely terrible. So, but anyway, he wrote to me uh, privately and said this. He says, Andy, I found the Channel Rant podcast while working from home, and oh my fucking God, I feel a bond with you and Josh. My problems and issues are your problems and issues. Trying to lead a, success, a successful competition band. How many whiskeys have you had so far? <laughs> well, I was drinking before I got here, but and I'll explain that later. Uh, trying to lead a successful competition band with a bunch of people who just want social hour and such. You come across as someone who knows their shit, and I have gained a lot in the last month listening to Channel Rant. I know for a fact a couple of my pipers learned from you in the dojo, and fuck, you are killing it. Thank you. That's right. I am killing it. You're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Fusco's going- <laughs> working for a living now. <laughs> going to stop uh, fondling your ball bag now and say thank you. Hopefully when I get out to Sin City, we can hit up Frankie's. Absolutely. I have first round. Of course you do. We're the, we're the celebrities here, not you. Yeah, cunt. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to audit a pipe band that shall not be named Rehearsal. Uh, yeah, it's, they're not that exciting. We don't, nobody knows the music and we stand around staring at each other. But anyway, uh, from Luke. So anyway, I thought that was, uh, that was nice. Uh, again, a lot of people out there dealing with the same nonsense we're dealing with apparently. Always, man. Um, it's just, it's just kind of, it comes with the territory. Uh, I don't know. I guess my next question would be, does it happen more at lower grades than does at higher grades? I assume so. It's got to. I mean, I played with I played with middle grade bands before, and shit filters they ran, to the bottom. Right? They ran fairly smoothly. Yeah, because there is no question. You just I do mean what you're told. team. <laughs> yeah, like team breeze. That was what three B, three breeze, B, 
I think 3A when we were there. Was it 3A when we were there? They went down to 3B after we left. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's our fault. <laughs> That's probably us. Dude, <laughs> I don't know. I was I was talking I was talking to my girlfriend about that trip the other day. Um, and you didn't I, I tell was, her the details, did you? Uh, no. And I was like, uh, well, I didn't do anything. Um, That's true. I was like, uh, you, you know, were, you were lame. I don't know. I don't know who in that band like fucked some RSPBA judge's wife, but it is statistically improbable that you would get dead last in every single contest. Like, hey, that, we, we won that's best a, looking. That's once. a <laughs> like that's not that's not like you're not playing well. That is a vendetta. <laughs> <laughs> Very well could be. I think Arnold must have boned Rad Matheson's wife. Or like, something. I'm, I'm so curious. I'm, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. What like out of out of you know fifty bands on each goddamn thing? How the fuck do you get like we weren't playing that twelve badly. out of twelve every time. Every fucking in every time. category. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was a that was a concentrated effort of like no 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 fuck these guys in particular <laughs> right yes trust me yeah and then what was else funny about that is <laughs> was it was it because we were in there maybe and they'd listened to Channerant before <laughs> oh no that was before Channerant no Channerant before Channerant exist. existed yeah so but I think the other thing too that was funny about that is uh, that arguably well for you for sure but the best band you've ever played in easily the best band I've ever like, played in miles ahead of anything we've ever done yeah maybe other maybe I've played in a pretty good band like but that even, was that was the best band I ever played in, and I was very solidly like bottom of the middle of the pack on that band. Yeah, I would, yeah, absolutely. Like I was pretty, <laughs> I was fairly consistently bottom of the middle. This, this is how remarkable the level is over there. Yeah, that this is what's happening, and I would have been like, I, and I still am. I was honored to play with those guys. It was like it's such an exciting experience and amazing to oh, play music so with those fun, guys. Yeah, like just in the band hall, like this is fucking phenomenal. And then we go out and just. People just—I mean—we're just the shit band at the. <laughs> yeah, it's like what? Like we, oh. We'd we'd be singing and then we'd go out and just get freaking trounced. Like, yes. but I mean, <laughs> it just seems—it seems statistically unlikely to me to be last every fucking time. You would, you would think we would have by accident gotten it right once, or just an eleventh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> exactly. I don't know. Yeah, throw uh. a throw a fucking bone, dude. <laughs> just encourage these guys. Don't they have that in their rules? Like, you know that it's all preset anyway. Like, just hey, guys, the band is last. Just give them like a once just so they yeah, just, just keep trying just so just so they don't like stop coming you know like you can't yeah you, we can't make money off these people if they don't come you can't yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> um so uh, I, I switched some things around so uh okay i have i have a note from you about a text message so what's going on here you gotta give me the deets oh man i i got this like maybe even a month ago now and i totally forgot about it in my drunken stupor but so old old man Pileski, one of the old pipe man members uh sent me a message because he got a random Jeez, uh, well, I don't even know how to describe it. When I read it, you'll understand. Okay. Just a complete okay. nonsensical. And this is text from message. this is from the the guy that accused you of being in the mafia. Uh, yes, this is <laughs> this is from Ryan Randall, the guy who hates me because I was his pipe major very briefly, and he sent a rambling. Oh, look at the size of this thing, dude. Watch. This is the thing he sent to Eric Pileski. That is that is a Tolkien novel. Are you gonna actually look at gonna, this? Are you actually I'm gonna, gonna read gonna, the whole thing? You're gonna is, read all of this? It is hysterical. Jesus fuck. Okay, I'm settling in for the long haul. I got a fresh beer here, so we're yeah. good. So just out of nowhere, I get this message, and I haven't. Eric moved to Michigan, and I haven't talked to him in a couple months at least. Just out of nowhere, he didn't. He didn't. No context, no nothing. So he says this: None of us made Andy pipe major. You did. There are people in Las Vegas who play bagpipes and want to be in a band, but they w- don't want to be in a band with Andy. I understand that me and Andy were the only two people in the Valley who make a living playing bagpipes. And all he tried to do was stomp me out so he could capitalize on all the gigs in town without any consideration about who is on the street. All 
wanted to do was get involved with a local pipe band and get back into taking lessons again. And she was appalled that all Andy Fusco tried to do was Andy Fusco tried to do was try to get her in the shower. <laughs> I also heard in the hallway at the church we had we all, should probably bleep some names. I'll, I'll take the names out. We all had, uh, church we had all been rehearsing at, and she kept saying no, she doesn't want to. But he kept being persistent, saying, "Oh, it's okay, Marcy is Mormon." He has a bunch of delusional Mormons following him around. Tell <laughs> Andy Fusco to, to stand down from being pipe major because I'm not going to shut my big mouth. He also got super pissed when the cops started their own pipe band. When there is a funeral or a promotion for a police officer, the police band plays it free because they are police officers. But he wanted all the gigs because he wants fame and fortune. But he's not a nice person to have nice things. I quit the band and he begged me to stay. <laughs> but wants a letter, handwritten apo- letter of apology. The Royal Scots Association wanted to come play the Highland Games in Las Vegas because they like to go to Hawaii. And they figured, they fil- uh, filigreed on... I don't know what he's saying. On the way, they would stop to Las Vegas and do the Highland Games there, but got a return letter from Buggy with only one word on it that read no. False. That never in a million years. Not would a million happen. years. Buggy would never do that. <laughs> we don't say no to anybody. Right. The Royal Scots Association are funded by Edinburgh Castle. They would have gotten money from the Queen to pay for their travels, but Buggy wrote them a letter that's read no. Get yourself a new pipe major, Eric. By the way, Eric is in Michigan, but he, he doesn't know this. But he hasn't been in the band for a while. <laughs> I was laid off from my job in a recession of 2008 also, and I went to Las Vegas to pursue my Purdue my dreams of being a musician. <laughs> I never made Andy pipe major. Nobody did but you. And you are, and who are you? Nobody. You were, he's talking to Eric. You were supposed to tune this your outside. The, this is the, uh, the was former the battalion chief Battal- of the Clark Correct. County Fire Department that had a street parade when he retired in yes. his honor. Correct. He's arguably, he had held the highest position in the Clark County yeah, Fire Department. and one of the most respected people Before in the Valley. Correct. <laughs> so he says, anyway, I never made Andy Pipe Major. Nobody blah, 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 blah. You're supposed to tune your outside tenor drone first and the bass drone second because the bass drone... Reed flaps heavier and sucks more air. The tension of the air inside the bag is different when you tune your two tenors first. That's why you were supposed to tune your middle drone last. I asked him why he tunes bass drum last, and he said that's because it's just how we do it. But that doesn't line up with what he said before because he said we never do anything in the bagpipe world for no reason. But he tunes his bass drum last for no reason, but it's supposed to be tuned second. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I had tape on my bass drone reed because you get a better tone when your bass drum reed flaps heavier. But because it didn't make sense to hit to home him, he said, don't do that shit. But watch in two years' time, he'll start doing it. It's been way more than two years, and guess what I don't do? Tape, Not your, tape your bass drum. nobody does that. I've met some people, and we are going to come together against Andy. Okay. It's time to ask him to stand down and maybe recommend he go back home to New York. <laughs> <laughs> he never had the balls to be a street musician, and he couldn't handle my job for two days. I remember we had a talk about your wedding ring. I want to be married, love one person, stay in one place. Andy is an asshole. Uh, and, and Eric then says, hey, Fusco, I just got this from Ryan. I'm not sure what his problem is or what he wants exactly. <laughs> it's time for you to step down and go back to New York. Yeah, he wants me out. And I didn't even know he was still in town. I didn't. I had no idea he was even still here. But I, I think he hears about when we talk about him on the show, I assume. And that's why he got – I can't imagine where this came from. But anyway, you know, I, had a, Ryan. I had a good friend of mine who used to say, uh, if you're not – thoroughly pissing off at least one person you're not really doing anything with your life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there you go well 
Richard Boffman's apparently doing a lot with his life, but oh, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> he's pissed off an entire country. Oh. So, uh, real quick, I wanted, to, I wanted to talk about um, our lesson we had last week with the band that should not be named. We did a little online thing, and it wasn't really competition-focused. It was, like, fundamental-focused. But before we go down that track, uh, Beer Boy, you know, I want to loop you in because you've been sitting patiently and quietly through this entire thing so far. Uh, what? Well, I'm 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 still trying to digest that <clears throat> meth fueled uh, text message that Fusco <laughs> uh, just read out. Like, well, damn, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you. Uh, you know, you play you play pipes, obviously in a band. Uh, what have you guys been doing, kind of, to keep practices going? What have you been working on? Um, we've been doing uh, we've been doing Zoom pra- uh, Zoom meetings, uh, which I unfortunately have not been able to attend because they are always happening while I'm at work. Um, but they've been doing zoom. I've been meeting up with, um, uh, the band instructor that lives here in Oklahoma and bringing him beer on Saturdays. And then there you go. We work right. on pipe stuff together. Is and that, is that pipe band daddy? I heard you bring him more than beer. I wish I could. I wish I could, but <laughs> so that... he's married and I'm not a home wrecker. <laughs> Unlike you, Fusco. Well, yeah, I mean, I, ha- I have my history. There's, there's reasonable um, truth to that. But yeah, we've been working on our uh, our competition sets and um, our uh, quarantine set. Uh, yeah, so that's what we've been working on. And um, I decided I need more. I needed more practice. So <clears throat> with Camille, uh, uh, with her uh, peer pressuring me, I joined the uh, dojo again. So. Yeah, boy. Did you go? Did you do it using the link chainrain.com slash suckless? No, I use the link she sent me. Oh, it was free. Oh, she's I'm stealing our fucking bitch. customers. God damn it, Ozzy. I bet she's got her own goddamn referral link. <laughs> Sorry, Camille. I didn't mean to throw you under the bus. Nah, we don't I love you, though. I'm taking you off the payroll, Oz. <laughs> We're used to being broke. It's fair. Um, cool. So, so you guys have actually been learning some new tunes. Yeah. Um, we got a cool um, uh, medley that Bagpipe Daddy gave us. It is Bathgate, Hector the Hero, Pinch of Snuff, and The Fox Hunter, which is okay. pretty cool. I like it. It's not, it's a cool little set. I'm gonna write I'm gonna write a tune called Ryan Randall's Bath Salts. <laughs> <laughs> don't do drugs, kids. It's gonna be a P-Brock, don't worry. <laughs> More importantly, don't do drugs while you're pregnant with a baby. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna send I'm gonna send Fusco a fifteen minute video clip of me just noodling. And then have him transcribe it, and that'll be that'll be the tune. Like I'm just, I just make it up on the go, just and then like all right, random nonsense. That's perfect. That'll describe him perfectly. Um, cool, man. So we had a lesson recently, and I kind of wanted to. Uh, I didn't really talk to you since our Tuesday lesson, but it was a Zoom. It was another thing. It was a or no, it was, this was a Google Meet. I think it was a Google same, whatever same video idea. conference yeah. thing. And uh, I thought it was interesting. It me. really. Sorry. So, and you can elaborate if I get any of this wrong, Sco, mm-hmm. but it kind of has started to take the tactic of, okay, let's take this time to double back on fundamental things that may have been glossed over in other people's uh, piping education. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one of the one of the issues we run into, and I'm sure we're not the only ones, and I think we've talked about it on the show, is that you get people who uh, join the band but aren't brand new. So, like, they're not going from, I've never held a chanter before. And sometimes that can be a little more work even than the people who have never held a chanter before because you have to like kind of go through their piping history and their education and figure out, one, what was never covered, 
and two, what was what was taught but taught uh, incorrectly, and maybe even on to three, like what was taught but we do it differently. Correct. Yep. Does that fairly succinctly uh, kind of go over that point? So, so literally, so what what did we spend an hour and a half, more an hour forty five minutes on on Tuesday? For our audience, go. <laughs> we had about eight pipers show up, I think, roughly, like seven or eight. We had a pretty good turnout. Yeah, nine, maybe. I don't know. But we basically spent between a tune and an exercise learning an hour and 45 minutes on playing G Grace notes on the beat. Yep. And that was literally it. That's it. <laughs> so this this brings up something that I kind of want to dispel some rumors. I did, some I, already, I did do monotones. You have, you left. No, I did. No, you were still there. I was making people. I was clap. doing. I was doing dishes we while did, you were doing that. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. So like, anytime my video went down, I had my Bluetooth earbuds on, but and so I would just listen and I would go do dishes or That's something. Fair. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not gonna have to pick up my channel again for 20 minutes. Like, I got time. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> if he asks a question, I can come back and answer it. Like, well, yeah, I'm making people clap right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like, uh, but yeah, um, you know, one of the things that I've seen a lot of recently, um, I'm seeing it already in the chat right now. And then I'm also, uh, you know, Joe Brady talked about it. I listen, I caught up on big rab episodes. Oh, I'm way behind so that me. shows you how much housework I've had to do lately. <laughs> um, but I've caught up. And one of the things that I keep seeing is like, uh, people saying, well, you know, you can't practice, you can't do band practice via uh, Zoom or via via like a Skype call, like it just degrades into a social hour or whatever. And I would actually disagree on this. So there are things that have been done, and I'm assuming a lot of these best practices have come from your work with the dojo. But like some of the things we did on Tuesday, I think do sh- and some of the things we would do when we do solos. Obviously, with groups, it's harder than solo people. But I mean, you know, it it actually worked fairly well. Like assuming you can get everyone to figure out how to work their microphone and their camera. Mm-hmm. And then the way, and you might you might want to go into more detail on this, or if you think it's boring, you might want to gloss over it entirely. But it's like you know, you can make it work if like the person that is, if the student at home has their is prepared, has their shit, has their music, their metronome, their channer. Mm-hmm. Well, and then what we really what we did was we muted everybody except for the person who was playing. So if it was like, hey, you know, you do this exercise, you're gonna do this part. Everyone else was muted. That person was playing their metronome mm-hmm. right next to their mic, and therefore there wasn't like a lot of like delay or anything. We weren't playing all at the same time because that that isn't you feasible, you know. There, and it's, it's impossible. Just, it's a waste of time. I mean, I would say it's a complete waste of time to try to do that. Correct. But I thought, as far as like band instruction goes, you still got the round the table benefit of hearing everyone else, getting the feedback that each individual got, which was different for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And then that just builds your repertoire. I mean, for me, like, I fucking learned some shit. And I've been playing for a while. Yeah. Okay. So there's a couple things. Yes, it's best practices. I've been preaching to the band, like, from eh, maybe on and off for a month now that, like, this is your opportunity to go back and fix all the things that we yell at you about. That, that you just you don't know how to do. You never have time to do or you say you don't, have, you don't know what to do. Like, take that opportunity, right? Another part of this was you said to me that you came to realize a month ago when we were doing the solo lessons that some people couldn't tell you, couldn't mark the beats for you. Yeah, like they didn't know that they didn't understand the time signatures. I mean, yeah. So I that was also a or like the weight reason. of the weight of different notes. You know. Yes. So that was also a big motivation for this as well, uh, as well as just stuff we're focusing on the dojos like high rhythm um, focus, uh, and as we as was proven how eh, half the people one don't understand rhythm, let alone can't replicate it. Even as something as simple as clapping, uh, they can't 
they don't understand rhythm patterns, even small rhythm patterns. So, like, if they can't do that, why in God's name would they ever be able to play a march correctly? Yeah. Right? So that was sort of the, the idea behind that. And we, the group thing was because let's just do something different because people aren't showing up to the solos. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> it highlights that you're not doing something right. Granted, I still think it's a waste of time, but if that's what people want to do, okay, it's two hours my time either way, but it's you want to sit there and listen to me do G Grace notes while you're oh, doing like, the dishes. It gives, it gives everyone else, it gives everyone else an appreciation for the amount of time we put into a Tuesday night when they have to sit through all two hours of it. Maybe that's maybe that's <laughs> not a bad idea, right? Because like I did notice that every once in a while the videos would go down. I'm like, oh, they're they walked away because they don't want me to. I mean, come no. on, I know they're fucking Some, walking away. Sometimes you gotta take a piss. It yeah, happens. That's fair. Whatever. I was cracking a beer. I was doing dishes. Like I was still listening. I had my earbuds in. I mean, I get it, but also what's especially funny, and this happens to me at the dojo all the time, and it drives me fucking bananas, is like, you're like, all right, who's next? And I'll pick somebody, and then they'll come on, and they'll have no idea what we're doing. Yeah. I'm like, what the? F- you, you haven't been? Li- yeah, you're you not even listening, listening at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the tempo? Like, phrase, fucking, like parts, like, yeah. Like, I thought it was interesting. We? Like, oh, my God, I'm going to kill you. And I, I was very patient. I was very nice and patient. I was impressed. I mean, I was, I was just having a beer and thoroughly enjoying watching it all play out, but. In my head, I was thinking, like, how do you not know where we are right now? You're like the, you weren't the first person. You were the fourth or fifth. Yeah. Like, you didn't listen to anybody else do what they were just Literally doing. Literally just do the same thing. <laughs> well, and like, I mean, you know, one of the things, uh, we've mentioned this on the show before, probably as recently as the last couple of episodes, but like, the way that I was describing it to people was, it's like, it's like learning a language, right? Like, you can try to learn Spanish only by ear. If you want, like, if you want to learn a language, you can try to do it only conversationally, only by ear. But fuck, is that going to be harder than just learning how to read the language? Like, it's going to take you so much longer. Just learn how to read this, and that is a that is a boom. That's a skill you unlock for the rest of your life. Then, if I hand you any random piece of music, you can at least start to in your head figure out where shit goes. Yeah, I would liken it. I mean, just to be a little more specific, but like, sort of like conjugating verbs in a language. Like you got to learn the rhythm, and what really stood out to me is like you got to understand what makes up the words that you're trying to say and mm-hmm. why it happens. You don't, you could get by without doing that, but it, 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 you have no plenty understanding. plenty of street performers and service bands do <laughs> obviously. But, but so, is your goal is your goal to get by or is your goal to su- succeed and but thrive? Like, you but know? Like, like if you understand that, that means your sight reading gets better. That means anybody that hands a piece of music to you, you could. Play it, you or play and it. or figure it out without, without having, having to hear it. Without first. having to bug your pipe major for seventeen recordings at different tempos, at different tempos and different variations of the same fucking thing, right? Like we can only you can only do so much. <clears throat> so yes, uh, it's important to know the building blocks of the language, so the language makes more sense to you, <laughs> right? Uh, so and that was my point is like, or not my. I wasn't trying to make a point. I was literally. I want. I need these people to know this, so in the long run, I'm less frustrated. You know. So we need to learn to play our grace notes. G grace notes on the beat. <clears throat> if we can't do that, we can't play anything else on the beat. And if you can't clap out a rhythm in six eight time, like Honiki was just talking yeah. about, or the people, yeah, Honiki mentioned in the comments, people that are playing the nine eight like a two like four. a two four. Like you, you've got to understand the rhythm that goes into this, like the building block of what makes. Well, this and, and under <laughs> understanding that only gives you, like, okay, let's say I can perfectly mathematically understand. The, the times that are displayed on a written piece of music and I know the I can know the notes and I know the embellishments so I can play it essentially mechanically correctly that only gets you to 75% of the tune 
you still have a whole 25% of the tune that's expression based on how the tune is written and what the intention of how it should be played is. Right. That's where the ALAP ASAP comes in. That's where, you know, this note is more important than these other ones. You could play it like Bagpipe Music Writer plays it. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, that gets you to 75% <laughs> of the way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's still, like, even when you get to the point where you're executing the music uh, technically, perfectly, correctly, now there's still another quarter of it that is expression. And like, okay, now you have to actually play it like you have a dick and balls between your legs or <laughs> ovaries or whatever, you Wait, know, like you just set Camille off big time. <laughs> like now you gotta, now you gotta play it. Like you actually have some kind of fucking emotion running through you as you're demonstrating your aptitude for music. Like you have to have something there now. Now right. the rest of it's all that fucking schwang that you need. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's and don't point. pretend like ladies can't swing dick too, dude. <laughs> Every tenor drummer, that every tenor drummer and bass drummer uh, swings dick, male, female, otherwise doesn't matter. Every person who plays a six, eight, nine, eight correctly, male or female or otherwise, fucking uh, male, female, octopus, sheep, doesn't matter. <laughs> I'd be lying. When you're playing that tune right, you were fucking swinging some dick there. <laughs> I'd be lying if I didn't say I haven't been with a woman that has a bigger clip than I have a penis. So it's <laughs> <laughs> those swing too. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, uh, so real quick, I, we got to get into some, uh, one of the things I just want to say is, you know, it is, it is a good time for you to go back and work on those fundamentals. Um, make sure you're playing to the fucking beat. Do simple shit. Simple exercises are fine. I learned something and I've been playing for fucking 20 years almost. And I learned something on Tuesday. Like, right. Learn simple shit. Sometimes you get too caught up. If you want to learn this kind of style, a very basic building block style where you can focus on fundamentals and get all ninja and Zen about it. Mm-hmm. Fucking go to the dojo, channerant.com slash suck less. And don't, don't go to Camille's site. Go to ours. Yeah, site. go to ours. <laughs> God, that's damn your, it. that's your, I think that's our, she, what? She free, makes a reasonable living. Is that the free month trial or the $1 test drive? Uh, it's one of those. It's one of those. But yeah, go to channerant.com slash suck less. Just try it. I mean, it's free. Is the free month still going right now? Uh, yeah. I believe so, yeah. So the free premium month is going. You could try it. If you don't like it, then you don't, then you're in a service band and you don't have any interest in getting better. I'm sorry. <laughs> And that's fair too, but just leave the rest of us alone and and play in your house and stay there. Yeah. (laughs) Like if you want to play the same seven tunes for the rest of your natural fucking life in your turnout kilt, then okay, fine. But if you want to actually get better and play other shit, get get yourself some learning. (laughs) Speaking of service bands, Brad plays in one. Yeah, he does. A couple of, doesn't he? Well, no, no. Oklahoma Fire is, uh, I mean, we're like the... We are a service band, but we don't sound like a service band. We're the is that because yeah, is that because all those guys from Scotland come and just like blow it out? My God, I'm <laughs> no, like, that's Texas Calvary. Oh, different one. <laughs> Brad, I've got a fail of the week this week that says otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Just fucking. Uh. <laughs> so I have to ask you this, uh, Scope. Yes. Um, you said you had already been drinking all day. Yes. Do you want to do you want to elaborate? Not on all that? day. Not all day. But for like an hour before. So. This was our first week of the dojo uh, happy hour. We did it on a Friday, post my class. It was a suggestion that we do it last week, or that some people, some students brought it up last week. We should do did, a dojo happy Did Bradley happy hour. go? This Bradley? Yeah, I was out. No, Bradley. I was at work. No. But we did have uh, fans of the show there, and they might even be in the stream. I believe I saw at least one. Um, but uh, so from six to seven. Hey, the show has fans? I guess. I don't know. So from six to seven, we did a dojo happy hour, and I was like, uh, "It was my class is the late one, so I had to be there, and uh, it was quite fun. We had a good time, and so people drank, and 
Um, we had some people playing instruments other than bagpipes. We had a guy play a little banjo for everybody. Oh, I and do then, love me some banjo. Yeah, we had another person play guitar and mandolin. Her, her, her and her husband played a, did a little song. It was pretty cool. So yeah, that's. So I was drinking whiskey for the hour before I came here. That's why what happened. So, but it was fun. I think we're gonna do this again. I feel like you should drink whiskey for the hour before you come here every episode because you were only like three minutes late. That's pretty good. <laughs> I was actually on time. I just sat in the sat in the street for five minutes just to be late on purpose to prove a point. Oh, okay. Cool. I don't know what that point was, but hey, <laughs> I'll just I'll just leave my headphones on so I can't hear you knocking next time. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, no, but it was quite fun. Uh, so join the dojo and join us for happy hour where we tell stories. I even brought in a special guest to happy hour. Yeah. Who was it? Guess who it was? Um, Camille. Joe Brady. Joe Brady. <laughs> <laughs> he really has nothing to do. He's with got nothing Zoom to calls. do. Yeah, he's he on he, ours as he well. He was a very he was great. He was very entertaining. He told some great stories. As fantastic, he does. Yeah. He tried to recruit people into his band. So I saw, uh, you know, I forget the guy's name, but the book. So Rab talked about it. Uh, the the second book's Jobby in the Lobby, but there was another one. It's all pipe band stories. I saw guy, those, right. Yeah. Should we do our own book where it's our pipe band stories? Because our pipe band stories We've already are told them though. We've ruined our chance like, to make money on a book. Just make it the Dirtbag Olympics book. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Nobody would submit to it. We'd have to tell all our own stories again. That would be funny. That's okay, though. We could practice our writing skills. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Brad, would you buy our book? Um, Yeah, I probably would. Because you guys got some really funny stories. But <laughs> I don't know. I might not because I I can just go and listen to it on Channerant. Exactly. We do this nonsense for free. What were we thinking? Yeah. Silly, silly, oh, silly. Well. Eh, it's more fun this way anyway. Um, Cool. So uh, real quick. Do we do we want to get into this? Number uh, eight. I mean, is that something we want to approach? Brad, are you read up on this? Oh, mm. this is the thing we were talking about we, pre-show. We should definitely bring it up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should definitely bring it up. I ha- I have some I have some thoughts on that too because it's fucked up. So Fusco, why don't you why don't you give us some context? Because you're the most read up on this. I'll tell you what I know, and I I was sent a million messages. The, the today. internet is aflame. Oh my god, it is on fire. And unusual, the the most trolly troll of all of Pipe Band uh, set off a f- a flaming uh, pile of dog, pile shit. Of dog shit today. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, in in usual news, uh, Richard Boffman, I think that's how you say his name. Um, so okay, let's back up. So there were some Canadian military personnel that were. Mm-hmm killed in the Mediterranean within the last it was in a helicopter crash helicopter right? crash yeah. right one and of them was a piper one of them was a piper and a lot of people obviously knew her mm-hmm. and she played in bands that everybody knew right so well it's a small community man when we lose one time. of our own like everybody fucking hears about it big time right so I, to be honest the first I heard of this was Joe Brady on the happy hour he's like did you see what Richard did I'm like no but I just went quickly and discovered a lot <laughs> so anyway uh, so he went in and apparently made some smart ass comment about they there was literally pictures on Facebook of the of the caskets coming off the yeah. planes right and back to Canada and he made some it was sort like a of, procession right like it wasn't like a well just like any military does when they're coming off the plane there's like an honor guard there's yeah. people at a tent you know there's a whole thing and uh, he made some sort of comment about like Canadians on vacation or something like that I don't know it's just some stupid ass comment. And something something set, quite tasteless, big time. And he does this all the time. He's a tasteless cunt. But um, there we go. <laughs> oh, it's coming. <laughs> Wait, what happened to the bell? <laughs> I've disliked this guy for years. I don't know if everybody's just figuring out this guy's a douchebag. I don't know. I had no fucking idea who this person was. Oh, I've got all kinds of stories until this popped on the radar that I that I'm gonna have to say allegedly before I tell them. But because uh, I don't want to get sued, but because <laughs> I have no idea. But uh, anyway, 
Um, this is the guy that makes the Boffman pad that everybody likes to play. And, okay. And, and I it's, like a, it's a drum practice pad? It's a practice pad. You've seen it. Some of our guys have it. And I fucking hate it just because I hate him. And he's a cunt. So, and I hate when people buy his stuff. But anyway, he, uh, he said this and then it just sent Canada on fire. Like Canadians are on fire. Right? And, uh, Why? Because someone was making jokes about uh, dead service members. Correct. <laughs> Who would ever? Yeah. How how could that piss off anyone? Oh my god. So uh, yeah. So oh my god. Like this guy. Finally, everybody knows. And and he was just slagging off everybody. So he made this obviously made this mistake. People started calling him out on it, and then he started fighting back because he just probably got overwhelmed. Like like literally, people like. It just blowing up. Oh, internet turned on this fucking Turned dude. on him yeah. fast. And, like, so he, now he's fighting back with people, and it's just become this thing. Like, he's fighting with Bob Worrell. Like, it's remarkable. <laughs> like, I've got screenshots people are sending me of things that he that they're saying back and forth. It is remarkable what is going on right now. Um, so, yeah, anyway, that's more or less the summary of what's going on. Uh, it'll be interesting to watch how this goes over the next week. He did issue an apology. I assume it's because his work got to him. He's the drum leader of Carnegie Mellon. Do, do you think, do you think program? it will, do you think it'll land? Do you think people will actually believe it or no, I mean, they've, they're already were commenting like, by like, too, say like too little too late. You fucking asshole. Well, cause like the, if your first response is like defending yourself or like, and then like after you get overwhelmed and destroyed, you apologize. It's like, well, eh, like nobody, do you, it. do you really, are you really apologizing right now? Well, here's a, here's a great quote for, cause he issued this apology, right? And, and I'm not, I won't say who it was, but they say, uh, was it okay when you said this about the victims of the Nova Scotia mass shooting, which happened, what, two weeks ago, within the yeah. last two weeks? It's a bit late for your crocodile tears, Richard, right? And then she posted a quote of him saying that because these guys like Delta Patrol. God damn it, Roxy. He's just trying to piss people off. So, um, but That's our job. Yeah, let, let us do that. Get over our fucking territory, <laughs> man. Oh, my God. So, yeah, anyway. Isn't it so, nice when the entire pipe in unit community like unifies against a, a somebody that's shithead not that's not us? Yeah, that's Isn't great. That's great. <laughs> So anyway, nobody's believing the nobody believes the uh, the apology, um, and it's fucking remarkable. So, Brad, you're an ex military. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, so yeah. I'm I'm interested in Brad's opinion on this because he's a piper, and obviously uh, you served. Uh, what what are your thoughts, man? I mean, so one thing, uh, it's 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 very fucked up for someone to comment on uh, some something like that, regardless of you know what military it is. Um, I play a lot for the Canadian Air Force here in Oklahoma. There's a very small detachment of Canadians um, living here. They fly on the AWACS with uh, <clears throat> doing NORAD missions, uh, stuff like that. And man, just just to hear just to hear something, someone just see, you know, it's obvious. It's obvious why you know the Canadians are, you know, posting these these pictures. It's horrible that you know so many people died on a helicopter crash. And just like I don't know what was going through his mind. Like, why would you? Why would you say that? Like, I took offense at that. And I'm not Canadian Air Force. I'm I'm prior U.S. Air Force. But that was offensive to me. Like, dude, why would you say that? Like, they're they're one of our oldest allies. Why? What? What? That's not funny. Just it. it, it I found it. It was very very offensive to me. And he's obviously well. From what I've seen, he's trying to make like an. My my thought is the best way I can spin this spin this yeah. is that he's trying to make an anti-war statement of some sort because he's saying like, yeah. hey, why were they there? They shouldn't have been there. That's what I'm getting at. I, I don't know if that's what he was saying, but 
what else could he be possibly be thinking that would make any sense? I don't. I don't know. I got nothing. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, and as a person who but often even if you didn't makes off color and tasteless jokes, like there's certain things that, and I and don't get me wrong. In my opinion, nothing's sacred. Yeah, I agree. But uh, but yeah, if you really just missed the mark. <laughs> Like we've let's done say let's times. say yeah let's say the goal is is comedy right like I and mean, we've done it before he's like, not you, trying to be funny no I don't think he's trying to be funny either yeah. I think he's just trying to be a cunt like yeah. no he's trying to piss people off and it worked yeah <laughs> I think it worked a little better way and, more than he and thought. here's the thing like another thing you gotta you gotta think about is like okay you know this is this is why old people shouldn't have social media uh, <laughs> I'm assuming yeah. I'm assuming the guy's only like in his forties maybe 40s. no he's younger than me for sure he's got to be maybe thirty. Like this is this is why like He's social social media giving everyone social media is like you know just walking into the zoo and handing out bazookas to the monkeys like nobody <laughs> this doesn't end well for anyone you know like you don't really understand how bad it can fuck you in the ass until uh, you do a show like this live on Facebook and I'm you know you know my future political career is probably ruined or not I mean this town fucking dead pimp one senate seat so who knows <laughs> um, but yeah it's just one of those things where it's like. And, and when that happens, so, you know, my background, obviously, people who listen to the show a lot is I used to work in uh, PR advertising and, like, crisis communications type stuff. And this is, like, an absolute nightmare. Like, if this was a person that I worked for, one, they wouldn't have access to their own social media accounts ever. And two, it's just like, dude, first thing you need to do is you need to, like, just stop. Don't say shit. Stop, stop responding to comments. Stop trying to 1v1 everybody because it's not going to work. You think you're 1v1-ing someone in a comment section, and you are not. You are 1v everybody. Like, it's not going to work for you. A lot of people on the internet. <laughs> a lot of people on the internet. There's a lot of people on the internet, and everyone's at home with fuck all to do, except for counter troll, you know? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like, what do you, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. This one's not just going to slip by unnoticed because everyone was too busy because they were at work. Like, that's not, <laughs> not going to work. <laughs> no, definitely not. Brad, I'm sure it's going to I'm sure it's also going to affect his professional career cuz he like you said he teaches at Carnegie Mellon and that's a very very prestigious music school. I would bet you a million dollars this guy gets he, fired that he he's not going to unless he's a tenured professor and I uh, I still think this guy gets shit canned <laughs> over something stupid, right? Like yeah, like it was offensive and he shouldn't have done it. Uh he made the dumbest fucking mistake and he's going to lose his fucking job. Guaranteed. Like I, I bet you he does. I, I, that would be my bet. Especially because apparently there are people that are like, no, this is not like a one-off. This is part of a, this is part of a long history of you being a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, like, like how we got hired in the first place, I'll never understand. But, but that's fair. Uh, <laughs> my so I have a couple of thoughts on this. That so one. Well, he he's American, obviously. He's uh, this is a thing that happened in Canada. He does technically have the freedom to say whatever he wants accurate yeah right he also has the freedom to get fucking fucked on for it correct yeah. this is the other side <laughs> of the coin like you this is the th where people get a little get it all a little bit wrong like well i have freedom of speech and i can say my opinion and maybe he was making an anti 100 correct and that's true but guess what all those other people have freedom of speech too <laughs> yeah and they don't have to do business with you anymore yeah. they they can make that choice as well there's no law that says i have to sell your products and people are already not people doing are pulling them. his shit, yeah, <laughs> left and right. It's like I don't, I don't so want to. Like, yeah, I'm man, not gonna be say what on you want, ship, but be dude. prepared that society does make their own decisions, right? <laughs> it's there's you're not protected. You're, I've had that. You're protected that from in, being like sued or whatever, but you, you, you people are never like I've had that. You'll never work again. <laughs> I've had that in professional situations where you know people have gotten canned over things they said online, and it's like, 
well, you know, I have freedom of speech. You can't fire me for what I said on the internet. It's like, no, I totally can. Like, I'm I'm a private business. I'm an employer. Like, I can fucking fire you for any reason. Yeah. Especially here. And especially <laughs> Nevada of all states. Like, like it's a right-to-work state. It's like, I can fire you because I don't like your hair today. Like, it doesn't. <laughs> you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you guys got to keep in mind the First Amendment and the, the First Amendment and freedom of speech protects you from persecution by the government based on the things you say. Right. You can't, they can't send you to jail for saying, they can't send you to jail for, yeah, for, for shit. Like your employer can still fire you hundred mm-hmm. percent. They mm-hmm. can fire you for whatever fucking reason they want, unless it's your <laughs> gender or race. Like, yeah. and you can sue sexuality. them and then the courts yeah. will figure it out. But yeah, it's fucking dumb. What a dumbass. That is, uh, yeah. not, this is the crowning achievement of dumbassery. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the big thing is always like, you know, it's, it's, uh, your right to free speech but it's not without consequence. Like there are consequences for your speech. Trust me from your, we know, we know better than anybody (laughs) from society. They will fight back. (laughs) There's a reason we want. There's a reason we still can't get, uh, you know, Stephen McWhorter, uh, Stuart little on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We fucked over. We, we, man, I'm sure we would have had Stuart on by now if it wasn't for that goddamn use calling Stephen a cunt. I didn't call him a gun. You called him a gun. Oh, whoever, whatever it was. I'm trying to read hash history here. I said, I said, fix the damn drums. <laughs> and uh, they did. And they won. Uh, so it was great. No, I'm pretty sure it was you. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's that. So let's move on because who cares? Yeah. So uh, before we get into the top of the week, I think it's a good time for us to hit Fusco's favorite segment, the fail, win, and try. Is there a try of the week? No. Just a fail and a win? Yeah. So let's let's run this fail, and I believe this was sent to us. Um, so while you load that up, uh, I will see. This is from Dan the Man. Yep. He sent us a fail, and it says it's fuckwits like this that make us look cheap and stupid. There's no way we haven't played this clip before. We have not because really? I I've gotten this I got this months ago, but I ignored it because it's so bad that I didn't even want to acknowledge it. So but. set it set us up, Fusco. <laughs> what do you got here? It's we're gonna share the video. You should definitely watch it because that's it's an important part. To be honest, I think this might slide into this try of the week because at least he's pretty good at pole dancing just not very good at bagpipes bagpipes. okay I'm gonna I'm gonna pop it and I'll pop it in the chat Brad you love this guy kind of looks like JD doesn't it it looks a lot (laughs) like JD except taller (laughs) did you guys already do this one no that's what I thought are you sure are you sure Positive. I'm hundred percent. I feel positive. like you've done it before. Fusco's positive about a lot of things. Not playing this. HIV. <laughs> HIV wasn't for me. So, so that was it. Um, no, I'm sure of it. We played a lot of people playing Amazing Grace poorly. So that's probably what you're thinking. But we have never. No, this. no. I, I, rem- I, I feel like I, I've seen you guys do the pole dancing, Piper. We may have. Uh, we may <clears> have come. <throat> we may have come full circle. Uh, I'm fairly sure. In 160 but, episodes, but uh, so Brad, um, would, you ever, better, would you ever try to play your pipes while uh, pole dancing? No, no. Is it, it, is it because you can't I, pole dance? I, that and I am one clumsy motherfucker. No, it sounds uh, like I, a my, good way to smash my, some pipes. My fat ass would fall straight down that pole, and it would just be <laughs> bad for everyone. Like, have you have you seen that video? It was a couple months ago, before COVID. Uh, of the you're going to have to give us some details. Yeah, give us more specifics. Have no, you seen that video? That, <laughs> the stripper that climbed up the pole and then, uh, or she was going up the pole and she fell and she had to go fund me and people raised like $35,000 for her. Really? No. Yeah. You didn't. Oh, okay. Dude, why, why did we only raise two grand for our shenanigans? 
dude, yeah, I was amazed like, we raised she, that, dude. Uh, oh yeah, she <laughs> and we she and we produced a bunch of videos. Off the pole and like broke a couple ribs and yeah, like it was bad. I laughed when I saw the video, but I'm a terrible person, so it's okay. But yeah, that would be me. But it would be I would I would break the stage because I'm big boy. <laughs> you are you you are big, I, mostly in the cock, but. Yeah, most mostly in the shaft region. Yeah. <laughs> what's bigger? What's bigger? Your dick or your nuts? Um, hey babe. Yeah. I have a question. <laughs> Which is bigger, my dick or my nuts? Yeah. He just said yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we move on to the win of the week. Which we already talked about, apparently. Um, oh, the, your win was the dojo happy hour. You, yeah. you self-aggrandizing prick. I just thought it was. It actually went more successfully than I expected, and I thought it was fun. I was going to play a clip from it, but I didn't have time to get it ready. So, okay, cool. So join us on the dojo and happy hour next Friday. I want to come to the dojo happy hour. I'm a member. Are you? Maybe yeah, you should. I have cool. no idea what my level is. So they added a new Doesn't thing. Matter. They added a new thing into the description, like when you're setting up your profile. It's like, what level of membership are you? And I was like, I have no earthly idea. Did you pay for it? No. I'll look. I don't know. I'll have to look. I'm assuming. I'm assuming the only reason that I haven't paid in like two years is because when Doogie calls me, he's like, "Hey, can you do this job real quick?" I'm like, "Yeah, totally." <laughs> <laughs> You're probably premium. And he gets and he gets he gets friends and family discount on Josh McEckard rates. Yeah, if you work for him, he automatically puts you into a uh, premium dis- premium membership. So <clears throat> I imagine that. But yeah, yeah I, but even it wouldn't matter. Anybody can attend. Should I mark it as premium or free? Then I wonder. I would mark premium. And mark see premium. What happens. Yeah. yeah okay. Not. Yeah. But yeah, I'll uh, I'll remind you next week. I'm having I I have been thoroughly enjoying the new Dojo site. That's not even like a shameless plug. Like that's just I just think it's really cool. I wish I'm, a our nerd, band I'm a nerd did. for that kind of stuff, man. I love that shit. <laughs> I wish our band members did. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Um, okay, cool. So uh, since we have no win of the week um, because we already talked about it, I want to get into today's topic. Do we want to take a break for pissing? And uh, do you need to take a piss? Yeah, that'd be great. Do you take a piss real quick? Yeah. Uh, if you want to keep going, that's fine. Or you can take a break. Yeah, I'll break. talk to Brad. All right, fine. So uh, our our topic today, and the reason we brought illustrious beer boy Brad on, was I, I've kind of pegged it as the ideal unsanctioned contest. That's the general topic, and we'll get into some specifics because, Brad, you have a contest that you were throwing through your work in Oklahoma City in October, I believe? Uh, yes, it's going to be October. <clears throat> well, it'll be October the 24th, which is a Saturday. Um, but it will be a two-day event. The 23rd will be kind of like, uh, Kaylee, let's hang out, drink some beer. And then the 24th will be uh, bring your A-game to the field and let's uh, have a pipe band competition, make some good music, and uh, drink some more good beer. So, Brad, for those uh, for those people who are in the chat or listening to the show that don't know uh, who you are or what you do, do you want to give them a quick, like, kind of briefing? Because this episode, last time you were on was in, the, like, in the mid-50s or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, so... I work at a local craft brewery. Um, in I work at for Rufftail Brewing Company. We are uh, located in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Uh, we've been around since 2012, and we just finished building a uh, massive, massive brewery. Um, it's around 20,000 square feet, and I have about five acres of land. And um, my job there, I'm not a brewer. But I am the taproom manager, so what my job is is I organize and plan events for the taproom and for the brewery, and uh, yeah, so that's what I do. 
If you got, if anyone is living in uh, Texas or Kansas, uh, we distribute our beer to those states. So for people who are kind of watching along in the stream, uh, you decided to throw a piping event at your massive new beer campus. Uh, what was the thought process behind that? What made you say, you know what, we should throw a party here? Well, um, right before co- right before Oklahoma got shut down, well, the country got shut down, I uh, we were supposed to op- have our grand opening for our new our new uh, brewery on March the nineteenth. Which is which was two days before um, the Oklahoma City got shut down. Um, so I went out to lunch with uh, my boss, um, and he was. We were talking about you know pipe band competitions getting shut down. He knew he's he he thinks it's very cool that you know I'm involved in piping and that I just uh, you know joined a pipe a pipe band that competes. We were planning to go to the Worlds this year. Do you want to um, do you want to out your pipe band? That was gonna go to the um, yeah. So I I play with North Texas. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Those cheating cunts. Anyway, oh my God, you're such a cocksucker. Great. You know now that. now all our products are pulled from the pipe Lone Star oh, Piper store. Fuck. Well done. I wish we had some. <laughs> Just kidding. We love Jeremy. Come on, Andy. Man. The next time I see you, I'm gonna break your fucking ankles. <laughs> um, oh, speaking of Jeremy, oh, was like his, I'm the one that cheated. It was his birthday yesterday i believe was it yeah mr jeremy downs lone star piper.com happy 60th birthday brother <laughs> happy 72nd birthday uh so anyways uh that monday i guess it was march 16th yeah i went to uh lunch with blaine who is my boss and one of the owners of rough Tail, and uh we were talking about you know how everything is getting shut down and he felt really bad that all the planning I had done for our grand opening for our anniversary party, which was an, supposed to be in April. He's like, you know, if you want to plan something, have an event. Uh, cause that's a huge part of my job is planning events. Like that yeah. is that, that's what I do. He's like, you can do whatever you want. You can plan any kind of event you want. And I was like, okay, bet we've got three acres of land in the back. Can I have, can I hold a pipe band competition? At Rough Tail, and he's like, go for it. So, after that lunch, I sent Josh and Big Rap a message saying, hey, you guys want to help me with this? And that's how uh, the Rough Tail Invitational got uh, got started. That's awesome, man. Um, and I, it's interesting, you know, I think people people are just going to be starving for sesh at that point. I mean, they're talking about late October. Yeah, late October. I mean, it's usually the weather here in Oklahoma is nice. It's uh, not too cold, not too hot. We don't have to worry about any tornadoes or anything like that. Um, so yeah, it's gonna. It, it's kind of like the perfect time of year to have something like this. So uh, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show um, and and do some crossfire with you and Fuko is this. This is an unsanctioned contest intentionally. Yes. Um, I toyed with the idea of having a sanctioned contest versus an unsanctioned contest. Um, but after seeing the success of like, you know, the Metro cup and, um, Oh, what's that other one in Kansas city winter storm. I felt like I could put on something just as successful as that without having to get involved with associations. Um, Something that, you know, I want to have, I want this, I want this competition to be a competition by Pipers, for Pipers, without any of the, you know, 
Can I be I judged? Or does it have to be really judged? You, I, yeah, I guess you can judge. I mean, I don't know if anyone would come. For, come <laughs> yeah, I about to say, typically judges are a draw, not a deterrent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one thing, I, I mean, I I have an idea that you can, I have a really good, cool event that you could participate in that would be a huge draw. Well, yeah, so uh, before, before you, that? As, as you get into this, Beer Boy, so one of, one of the things that really attracted me to this event well, you talked about, okay, like, if it's not going to be sanctioned, right, and we don't have to worry about all the bullshit that uh, you would normally have to deal with in a sanctioned event, how could you make something... I'm sorry. If you, Oh, sorry. So, uh, so if you didn't have to deal with all the bullshit of a sanctioned event, how could you... Like, what features would you put into something that is literally, like you said, by Pipers, for Pipers? Like, what are the shit... What are the things and like... drummers. All the way, all the way out there, just crazy ass ideas of things that you think would be super fucking fun to include in a contest, and and that you know, band, pipe bands would enjoy because pipe bands are a bunch of fucking drunken assholes. Can we put on a hand job contest? No, no. everyone, everyone um, loses. Not do that. Everyone loses Legally. that. The not judges and the <laughs> contestants. <laughs> not if Brad is the contestant. Oh my goodness. So what kind of stuff do you well, think? No, no, I, you, I, you I, think I, you want to do just to like make it, you know, just for the sesh? Well, I thought of I thought of a couple things, um, like, you know, the let's say the two pipe bands, the two, you know, lowest placing pipe bands, they have a chance of redemption by you know playing flip cup, or you know. <laughs> so wait, I'm so serious. so if you're like so if you have the like the fourth and fifth place band, uh, they 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 compete for like the, the Sacco trophy, like the, like the, okay. Whoever wins the flip cup contest isn't technically the losing band. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like, uh, another one, another are one. They gonna have to, was, are they going to uh, have to chug rough tail beard or your flip cup? Cause that's a heavy fuck of beer, dude. Um, yeah, but I mean, we can make a lager. We can make something light, you know, you could, you could brew the, uh, the special Fusco bitch pants lager. That's 5% alcohol and just a light beer. I don't know. It wouldn't even be five percent. It'd be like you know four and four percent maybe, but we could do something like you know to entice Fusco to come out to so something that for a competition that he could win, you know, whose pipe major can uh, chug a beer the quickest? Oh, he can't win that. No, I'm not a good swallower. You just gotta open your throat, bro. <laughs> Never been trained properly. I like it though. Like I think I think it's a it's an interesting mix of like okay. We all we all bitch, right? Especially on this show, we bitch about all the things that we're like we feel restricted. Like, why can't we do concert formation? Why can't we do quartets? Why why do we have to play within like these parameters when all we want to do is do something fucking awesome? I mean, in I, theory, I mean, in theory, when you have an unsanctioned event, you can do whatever the fuck you want within yeah, within thinking, the laws uh, of your local municipality. <laughs> like, if you guys want to play in a circle, go for it. If you and like Josh said, if you guys want to play in concert formation, go for it. Play however, play however you want. I just want, I, I just want this to be an awesome event for everyone in the pipe band community because we've been affected by this uh, stupid pandemic. Every one of us, and you know, worlds got canceled. All the cool events that, you know, all the big events got canceled. It's okay. World's not that cool. I've been. You're gonna get. The same hate that Richard Boffman gets. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, <laughs> it's like a snake sucking its own dick in a hot tub. It's uh, it's not that cool. Um. So yeah, and that that was. That, it wasn't that what was. Philip Worlds intended. 
when he founded it. <laughs> um, I mean, we could change the. Never mind. Um, but yeah, no, and that and I've been like just brainstorming like all these ideas and like hitting them off of Josh and and you know like hitting up Rab because when I first thought of this, I kind of wanted to do something that was a, a competition that was more on the European model, like just pipe bands. No, you know, not like a Celtic festival, just a pipe band competition. No athletics, you know, no mass bands, none of that. Just show up. Here's your time. This is when you play. Go. So this is one of the reasons I wanted to have Fusco uh, chime in on this episode because you're you're an opinionated man and you bitch about you bitch about the uh, conventions and conformities of Highland Games style events versus something that's just focusing purely on the magic of pipe piping contest and drumming contest and pipe band contest. Sure. So if you had a wish list of like this is my perfect event. Ooh. <clears throat> so like, you know, Winter Storm is unsanctioned. They get close in some ways. Like it's it's entertaining, it's fun, but it's also kind of stuffy. It's kind of it's kind of Well, like, it's very formal. It's kind of it's kind of up its own ass it's a, gold a little medal. bit, you know? Like mm-hmm. it's it's good fun, but yeah. The competition so, is real though. It's not it's so if you were follows the rules, if you were designing something that had intense competition but also intense sesh what are what are some like bullet points of like th- this is my wish list this is my Andy Fusco the highest level of piping contest and the highest level of sesh wish list for like a one day event this is just me spouting off the top of my head but one band contest are not in the afternoon they're in the morning or late morning okay there is no mass bands they nobody likes mass bands anyway so yeah, fuck that shit nonsense so let's get the bands doing their shit earlier and done sooner so that the afternoon beer tent can be killer uh, so that we're done with that part. Um, I would not mix solos and bands together. Uh, or if we did have all the band contests all on one day, let them do their both sets on one day. If you're uh, well, do both sets. I'm assuming it's Beer Boy. Are you looking at a one-day event? Um, I mean, I can do it the whole weekend. It's it, I can... I was looking at just one day, but if I needed to and there was enough interest, I could probably do it on two days, you know, have, you know, solo or I mean, fuck, I could have solos on Friday on Friday and then, you know, do bands on Monday on Sunday or sorry, Saturday. That's probably more reasonable. That's what I like about Winter Storm is a lot of most. Well, I mean, a lot of the solos are done Thursday, Friday. They're done all the fucking the whole that, That's that time. That's a lot of solos. Though. <clears throat> yeah, there's way more. Um but like, do the solos for Pete because if people want to go early and do it, great. Do it on Friday. Um, do all the bands on Saturday. Do it all in one day. Get it over with. Let people and do enjoy it themselves. Do it earlier in the day. Sunday. So it's like you show up, you're prepping for band, you're playing. Because mm-hmm. I mean, that's how that's kind of how it was when we were traveling. Like we we played fairly early when we were generally speaking in yeah. the UK. Yeah, I mean they had a lot more bands, so they had the, it was like going on all day, but. The thing that kills me is the afternoon playing in the band in the afternoon when it's fucking hot as balls in the summertime. Like bands go last after the mass band, they're already tired. Like it's just nonsense. So get them at their best because that's what we want, right? We want to hear them doing their best thing. And I don't care about circle or formation. Great, do it in concert formation. I don't care. Whatever. Either way, um, I, I don't have a strong opinion on that. But uh, the whole. I, I don't know. That that's pretty much all I'd ask for is like do it earlier. Just timing, just more convenient timing for pipers and bands. Yeah, yeah. I think so because then it'll be more fun because then we can have 
fun. Like the bands like to play. They definitely do, but they also like the sesh. And like by six o'clock when you're sitting standing in the sun all fucking day, you're miserable. Yeah. You know. Everyone just wants to bow out and go to the hotel. Yep. And then they like take a shower and then they don't go to anything and they sort of fall asleep and then <laughs> nothing ends up happening, you know? Like make an epic beer tent because people are done early and they've got no Well, especially when you're holding your event at a brewery. Like Yeah. That my could be, that could be the most epic beer tent or tap room <laughs> ever. <laughs> So, yeah, like what I was thinking is the tap room and the patio would be the the beer tent. I can sit close to uh, seating. I can sit like 200 people in the tap room close to that. Well, not the tap room, but like the patio and the tap room combined. Not only that, if I have to, I can probably open up the the brew house proper. Even though I probably wouldn't want to do that with a bunch of pipers because there's a bunch of there's a bunch of very expensive equipment in there and I could see Fusco <laughs> yeah, knock, knocking over some barrel. Fusco tries to swim in the fucking vat. Dude, that would be, be the coolest <laughs> thing that could ever happen. <laughs> but no, like, you know, the tap room and the patio, that's the beer tent. You know, a couple pluses to that, it's air conditioned. You're going to be comfortable in there. Um, I say there's there's hot bartenders there too. Yeah, you got to throw it like a fucking fraternity party though. It's got to have hot bartenders, like chicks in fucking cowboy outfits with a lot of. I don't, I'm not gonna have enough time to have bartend. Hot, have hot go. guys too. I don't give a well. Okay, <laughs> have hot guys with muscles and shit. I don't give a fuck. Uh, do both, but like you got to make the party a party. It's got to be a good sesh. Yeah. One of the things I always thought would be interesting. I've talked about this on the show before. Is like if you had something that was unsanctioned, have like a piping judge a drumming judge like like have like your normal panel of judges and then add like just a civilian someone who has well, nothing to do with fucking piping or drumming whatsoever it's a complete wild card and just be like well, and well and like their vote like they don't necessarily pick who the winning band is or whatever but like their their score like counts towards like a crowd favorite type thing or something you know where it's like okay maybe you didn't play technically the best but if you did something like really cool and flashy you could win you could win like some kind of you know crowd favorite award because you did something you risked it you risked it for the biscuit you know what I mean yeah but people won't go for that intentionally no that's true but I mean so you know I'm not gonna set up their med I'd always be I'd, I'm I'd be very interested to like see okay like what what would the like civilian judge who doesn't know what would they think the same MSR tunes that all three bands in the top played like what do they think about it I don't know how easy it is to do Brad nope. but. I talked. I talked to a couple of the brewers, um, asking if they would be interested in doing Wash something like that. You know, being being a civilian, being you know, the civilian judge, if you will, and they they were down for it. And I said, okay, well, you know, you're probably going to hear a lot of repetitive music, you know, with MSRs and you know, and I explained to them what an MSR was and kind of showed them, you know, clips and I'm like, oh, this kind of sounds the same. Then I showed him some medleys. I showed him Inverary's medley on YouTube from this year at the Worlds. I showed him some others, and they're like, "Fuck yeah, we could get down for that." Um, mm-hmm. And I think that would be—I think that would be a cool. Uh, <laughs> bring out the hand sanitizer. Um, I, I think I'm—I'm I'm going to have that. You know, there'll be the li- standard lineup of judges, and then you know my brewers are gonna judge you, and. I don't know how, how difficult or easy this is to do, but like, <clears throat> can you set up an app for like the audience to vote? Oh, that'd be awesome. So I don't know. How, I don't know the, how you'd do it, but that'd sign be crazy. into the Rough Tail Brewery app and go to the pipe band link and then vote for 
each band or whatever. I don't fucking know. And then that's going to do good promotion for so, you. Also, free so, free so beer, free case of beer for the first person to uh, take the most selfies with pipers and drummers and tag <laughs> at Rough Tail. Yeah, how do you gonna track that? <laughs> yeah. Um, so for an app, the first app that I think of, it's a beer-related app. It's called Untapped. Um, it's like the craft beer review thing, right? Yeah, so we could... I could just put, you know, all the bands on untapped, create a menu, if you will, and they can vote and I can look at it live. You should, so, yeah. You should, what if you listed all the bands who signed up on, on like the, the event page or website and you gave them a beer description. So it's like, you're like, you know, Las Vegas pipe band, uh, sour, Las- hoppy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's an idea. La- Las Vegas pipe band, a fat body uh, and no flavor. <laughs> Uh, no, Las Vegas pipe band would be medium body, light, sour, a little fruity. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> Only if you're playing with us, Brad. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have we have a couple of questions that came through in the chat. Uh, Beer boy, uh, if people were interested in participating in the Rough Tail Invitational in October of 2020, uh, what should they do? Um. So the we are currently building working on building a uh well we're, we're updating our website this will be on our website eventually but if you are interested in participating go ahead and send me an email um to my work email it is b kenna b k-e-n-n-a at roughtailbeer.com that's fantastic um i'm excited i plan on traveling out for this event uh i might even bring fusco we'll see We'll see if he's behaving that week. I'm just curious how we're gonna, how you're going to get bands to go to fucking Oklahoma in October, especially if they're broke. I don't know about you. I don't know about the rest of them, but we're pretty broke. I'm broke. I'm broke as fuck. I don't mean. I, I mean the band, like in a lot of bands. Um, so I have been. That, that's one thing that I've been trying to figure out because the biggest thing that I I'm trying to figure out how to get prize money. I'm trying to find some sponsors. Um around the Oklahoma city metro area. Um, I mean, we're involved in oil and gas. That's huge in our economy. I'm probably going to hit up, uh, some of that probably hit up the build, the, the contractors that built rough tail, uh, probably the bank that helped us try to get some money so that I can get some, you know, travel money and prize money. Because if I can, you know, if I can raise prize money, I can probably get some awesome bands to come out. Well, if you, cool can, if you can get people out there once and it's a fucking banger of a time, they're just infinitely more likely to keep coming back. Definitely. And if this is a, if this is a, uh, if this is a good event and, um, you know, I get a lot of participation. Yeah. I'll probably have it again. Well, you, the only way to go with this, Brad, is to think long term. The first year is going to be shit. You know that, right? Oh no, I do. Oh yeah, I do. I know. Or, I know or super fun, but super small. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's going to be small. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. And that's and that's one thing I was I was thinking about too. Um was is a pipe band competition too big for me right now? Should I start off something smaller like just solos and quartets? I would I would ping the audience, man. I would I would start reaching out to bands and people in the area and say, "Hey, you know, what what motivates you?" Cuz I mean, everyone's going to be thirsty for sesh no matter what, but the margins are a lot more difficult when you're trying to offer decent money to a pro- to a band contest versus money to a solo contest. 
Like you can yeah. you can hold a pretty banger solo contest and you don't have to put as much cash in the pot. Or or quartets even. I mean, fuck, we went to goddamn Game of Drones and there's no money in that at all. It was just for sesh. Yeah. Maybe mini bands is the way to go. Happy medium. Like you don't need just four people. It's maybe I don't know, four pipers, two snares and a bass. And yeah, then, something and, like that, yeah. Because you can make up your own rules. You don't you have no rules. So well, and the people that are coming for that kind of a contest would be like the top level players of whatever band anyway, so they'd want to do solos probably too. Like if it, yeah, it was if it was yeah. like the higher level players that are like, yeah, let's fucking go play a quartet and then we'll do solos and we'll drink some beer and enjoy ourselves. Some people would. <clears throat> no, I but think it's a good idea, man. Uh, I, would, I wouldn't leave out drummers though. That's the only thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I think a drumming contest. I mean, that's. I think one of the things that is underrepresented uh, when people talk about the success of Winter Storm is how successful their drumming contest is. Like they have a shit ton of fucking drummers go to Winter Storm. And compete. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like it's well, not like it's, it's not gold. like it's eighty twenty pipers drummers. Like yeah, there's they, a, they offer a gold medal. That's a big incentive. You know, that's huge. <laughs> Granted, but they didn't build it. It wasn't. It just didn't happen. They started with nothing twenty yeah. years ago. Yeah, I mean, I think that you know, drummers drive some of those events, especially when it comes to solos. Drummers definitely do. They're way. There's so many drumming contests there, tenors at all levels, which you never see in a normal mm-hmm. band or normal. Highland games. It's so rare that you see. Usually, like a game, you would two see or three like. Tenors maybe if you're lucky. Yeah, you'd see like 85% solo pipers and then like 15% solo drum contests, maybe. And Winter Storm, it was like 60 40. There was a was shit ton way, of fucking drummers. Yeah, way different. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah, it was way different. But <clears throat> that's cool, man. Well, hey, Beer Boy, I think it's going to be an awesome event. I'm excited to have the opportunity to help you out wherever I can. And I'm excited to come and sit on the patio and drink a beer at Rough Tail in October. Hell yeah. Thanks for all your help, man. You've been, uh, you've been, a, you've really helped me. So thank you. Of course, brother. Anytime. Um, real quick, I'm going to give you first shot. Final thoughts, beer boy. Um, final thoughts. Um, if anyone is interested in this, please send me an email. Um, this is still in the, we're still planning it. It is going to happen. But, uh, if you, uh, if you you or your band are interested, uh, shoot me an email and uh, I will put you on our mailing list and on our uh, our uh, database and we'll have an awesome competition where we can all hang out, drink some beer and uh, make some good music. Because that's ultimately why we do this, right? Is to Fucking play good a, music. Man. Shred some tunes and enjoy some beds with friends. Fusco, uh, kicking over to you, man. You got any final thoughts for this week's episode? Mm, Richard Boffman's a cunt. All right. Well, I just wanted to—I want to thank everyone who tuned in on this Facebook live stream of the uh, episode one sixteen now of Chanaran. Oh my God, I can't believe we've gone this long. Uh, thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for chiming in the con- comments. Uh, we'll hang around a little bit while we're playing some tunes and answer some questions, and then we'll cut the feed. If you want to support the show and you like the live stream and you want to see it every week, check us out: Patreon.com/slash/Chanaran. It is $5 a month to be a member. Uh, that's 60 a year, and you get all the live streams. You get to come in and just hang out with us. So You cheer. get to be our personal friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, get to, you get to pay for your friends here. We'll only ignore your emails for a few weeks instead of forever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, with that, I'm going to go ahead and play us out.
I slave all afternoon making a nice, pretty podcast setup for you to come and come and just enjoy. You just breeze in whenever you feel like to do this. And what happens? You immediately bung it. Somebody's gonna make a living in this family. As soon as soon as as soon as you touch the microphone, you manage to sl- bitch slap the thing clear off the table. <laughs> and we haven't even started yet. 